Well, looks like our friend here's been blood running, huh? No one clinic. I know this place is a blood bank. Owned by vampires, and there's one in every city. And they always deliver. So where were you taking it? I don't know what you're talking about. Look, look, take it easy. I'm only going to ask you one more time. Where were you taking it? Go fuck yourself. Fuck me. No, you suck this. Get out you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it, the real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the premiere episode of Who's Your Superhero? As always, I'm your host, Dime, guiding you through this journey. And it's it's been quite the journey, I'll say. Uh, you know, because I wasn't really sure, like, you know, like I said in the trailer, I wasn't sure if this podcast was going to be a thing or not. Uh, but, you know, I was getting a lot of feedback from a lot of just close people that were you know, encouraging me to do this and, you know, thinking a lot about if I was going to do this, how to do it, you know, what to start off with, things like that. But here we are, you know, it's happening. This is, this thing is happening. Uh, and, you know, a bit nervous, a bit excited, you know, it's a little bit of both, but, you know, I'm sure as the train rolls, you know, things are going to be going smoothly. But yeah, like I said, you know, we're here. This is it. This is, this is the one. So, um, to start off with, I want, do want to say thank you to everybody that was giving me the encouragement and great feedback to do this podcast, because if it wasn't for you guys, I would not be doing this probably, but um, it, was, it was just very lovely to hear everybody say those kind words to me, so, so I do thank you for those, um, and also thank you to everybody that's listening right now, uh, so, you know, just bear with me, but... Uh, tonight, or, you know, today, this morning, whenever, whenever you're listening to this, uh, the movie that, you know, that I'm going to be covering will be Blade. And to start off with, this episode almost did not happen. It almost did not happen. Because if you're in the Discord, and if you're part of the VHS Village, you know that the, uh, the lovely hosts, Slim, Dandy, and Proto over at 70ML... They put up a vote for supporters for a comic book movie to end off in June. And the options were Blade, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the vote went to Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And so because it went to that vote, it gave me the availability, as you would say, to do Blade. Because if they were going to record Blade... Then I was going to do a different episode to start off with. Because I didn't want to do this right after they did it. I just It, it wasn't going to feel right. So I didn't want to do that to them. 
and I didn't want to do that to the listeners, so I figured I would hold off in case they did Blade, but they didn't, so now I can do it. So let's do a uh, little recap of uh, the Yep the Podcast. So like I said, the podcast is called Who's Your Superhero? And the gist of this podcast is to pretty much cover comic book movies. And I was thinking for a while of how exactly where to start with the podcast. Because my first thought was, you know, I could start off with the MCU. You know, starting off with Iron Man and then going from there. But then I thought like, well, you know, there's some DC movies yeah, I could talk about. And then there's other comic book movies that are not Marvel or DC that I could talk about. And then I thought, well, there's also some Marvel movies that have been done uh, before the MCU was a thing. So, you know, as I kept doing my research, I kept trying to figure out the right uh, place to start that would, you know, feel the best suited to me. And, you know, after lots of research and putting together the layout and the schedule... Um, we have it all completed. It's probably going to switch around depending on, you know, my schedule and things that, uh, and other moves that might come up, or if I might have forgotten something, you know, things will get switched around. But as of now, things are, you know, set and they're ready. And, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, I, th- I think a lot of people are going to also be excited and maybe surprised to see what I'm going to be talking about, uh, especially next week's episode. But we'll get to that at the end. And uh, you know, it'll be just me, you know, for I would say maybe most of the episodes. But you know, every now and then I'll have some guests come on, you know, to switch things up, make it more entertaining and fun. But but you'll hear be hearing my voice for a while, so just you know, just you know, have to deal with that, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, this is it. So, uh, what do I want to get into before I start? Well, at the time that this is recording, I have seen two new movies in theaters: uh, Indiana Jones and A Dial of Destiny, and uh, Asteroid City. And so I saw Indiana Jones first. Saw that with my mom. Went to our local theater here in uh, in Oak Park, and. We we had a good time. It's 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 a fun movie. It's entertaining. It is long. I think it's close to three hours. But there's you know lots of action. It's a good story. It felt very much like an Indiana Jones story. You know, even though it had been years since uh, the fourth one, but it still felt very much part of that universe, like a continuation in a way. I was not happy with the ending though. My mom felt the same way. I just think it could have been a little bit stronger, you know, because it's the final time that Harrison Ford is playing this character. It's the final time that we see Indiana Jones on the big screen. So I was hoping for, like, a stronger ending, but we didn't get that. But uh, but other than that, I still enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. So, yeah, it's still a good movie. I, you know, recommend seeing that for sure. Uh, and then the next day, literally the next day, um, with my mom again, we saw Asteroid City. And that one, I was not really hesitant. I just didn't know what to expect too much because I heard a few things for some people, but I didn't hear like a whole lot. So obviously nothing was really spoiled to me, but I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know what to expect going in. And my mom, who I took to see the French Dispatch, 
<laughs> she said that the movie was weird. So I wasn't sure if she was going to be too interested in seeing Asteroid City, but she said she wanted to, so we saw it. Uh, also a pretty good movie. Very funny and quirky because, you know, that's Wes Anderson for you. That's just what he's known for. Uh, my mom enjoyed it, too. She said it was pretty good. So for that one, I also gave four stars. So it was it was a good time. And also back at the local theater here. So, yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, not so nice afterwards. It rained on us, but... Despite that, we had a good time. Uh, is there anything else I want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm getting into Yellowstone now. I'm only on episode three. Haven't started it, but that's where I'm at. Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I hopefully will be able to watch some more this week. I'll see what you know what my week is looking like. But I'm I'm getting into that. That's uh. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, like I said, I'm very early on, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it right now. But, but that's that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, and then in the next two weeks, I'll be seeing two more movies in theaters, which will be uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, and then uh, the highly anticipated Barbie. I will be seeing Oppenheimer, but I just haven't bought tickets yet. So I'll I don't know when I'll see. I know I'm gonna see. I just don't know when. But uh, but yeah, I got I got my tickets for Barbie and Mission Impossible, so I'm very stoked for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good July, very very fun movie movie packed July. Uh, but I think that about covers it. I don't think there's anything else I want to get into. So I think now we can just get right to it. So, like I said at the top of the episode, uh, this movie I'm covering is Blade. And, you know, starring the uh, very iconic, very cool, very uh, swagger-licious, that sounds weird, uh, Wesley Snipes. And I've, I, you know, I've heard about this movie, obviously, but my first time seeing it was uh, like a couple years ago, saw it at home. Oh, I was at the, my parents' house, and it was on Hulu at the time. And I think I watched it just to pass some time. I think I was waiting on something, or I'm not really sure. Or maybe I was just bored. I can't remember. And like I said, I saw it on Hulu, so I thought I'd watch it finally. Uh, tuned into it. It was good. It's good. I, you know, I enjoyed it, but this is, you know, now my second time seeing it. So, you know, I'm in a different mindset now. And, you know, we'll get into that. So, the synopsis reads, Once Blade's mother was bitten by a vampire during pregnancy, she did not know that she gave her son a special gift while dying. All the good vampire attributes in combination with the best human skills. Blade and his mentor battle an evil vampire rebel who plans to take over the outdated vampire council, capture Blade, and resurrect a victorious blood god. So, 
Way. Uh, came out in 1998. Directed by Steve uh, Stephen Norrington. Not familiar with his work too much, but uh, I did some a little like uh, background into Wesley Snipes around this time. So he did, you know, a couple of movies. A lot of them I didn't really hear about. A few of them I did hear. So, you know, in 1995, he did Waiting to Exile. And also, to Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, if I'm saying that right. And then around 1992, he did White Man Can Jump. So he did some, you know, I would say some iconic movies. Or maybe well-known movies. Also, New Jack City in 1991. So, so you know, he was doing he was doing a lot but you know a lot of them i didn't hear and obviously have not seen but you know he was he was doing a lot around the time in the 90s at least which uh, i think a lot of actors were um but you know that's kind of i guess a little background history into that so yeah so how pretty much how how this podcast will work when it's just me is i'm just gonna you know just run through my notes, talk about the movie. Uh, once I've exhausted everything I've gone through, then we'll just recap or do some final remarks on anything I might have missed or anything I thought like I should talk about. Once I've done that, then we'll go through my letterbox rating, and then we'll uh, close out the show with some uh, letters and next week's episode. So, uh, to start off with, uh, I noticed that so when when the movie first begins it's like you're getting this sort of background into how blade's mom dies but also how blade was born and they don't you know exactly show it but you you pretty much get the idea when you see the movie because uh his mom was bitten she's at the hospital she's also pregnant at the time and you know she's there. Uh, she's on a some sort of stretch back. I forgot what it's called, but you know they're rushing her through the hospital, and she's you know she's bleeding and everything. And obviously she's uh, you see her belly, and uh, it's it's like it's like a, it's a cool way to introduce it. Uh, how you know Blade became who he is, but one thing I noticed, which is what I jotted down. Um, is that there's like a quick shot of her ID, I guess falling out of her wallet or her or her wallet falling out, and you see her ID, and for like a quick uh, second, because I saw it before it cut away, I saw that uh, her her name is Vanessa, which is also my mom's name, and so that was one of the reasons why I wrote that down. The other reason is because my mom and I have talked about how the word Vanessa is always seems to be like a popular name used in movies and TV shows. But a lot of the times, when you have a character named Vanessa, uh, she always seems to be like the crazy one, the wild one of the group, or not even of the group, but just someone who's just out there. And I mean, Blaze's mom is not exactly crazy. I would say. I mean, I would say that she's sick, not like physical or of that sense, but you know, mentally she's sick. Because later on, you see that she has been living with the uh, enemy, Deacon Frost, which is just like sickening to me because, you know, this man bit her 
and now she's all into this vampire life and world and like pretty much has like abandoned her son and now wanting to show that she's still alive and this whole time blade has been out seeking the person who's who did this to him and his mom which i think is also part of the reason why he's out here just slaughtering vampires left and right because he's trying to find the one only to find out that it's been the guy he's been trying to capture for a while and also to find out that the guy who he's been looking for has been keeping his mom alive at some way or whatever that he's you know living in it's just like it's just sick it's just so sick <laughs> but that's why i wrote that down i just thought it was something cool but it also you know staying into the whole opening beginning of the movie uh the whole opening scene is awesome because it starts off with this uh vampire lady i don't think we get her name but she's with this guy they're on a date i think they're in a limo if i remember they're driving to this club this underground club and obviously he's human and they're they're going there they're there to have a good time and once they get there there's like this grunge like rock music playing which seems to also be like a thing in the 90s with a lot of movies but i mean it fits for this movie because you know it's like it's very much you know because you have vampires it's very dark so it makes sense that you would have like a rock sort of score or sound to the music but you know so they get there and you know all they're all everybody's just vibing all these vampires are just vibing to the music they're dancing they're having a good time the dj's doing his thing he's got these this some weird thing on his head with flashlights uh i don't know it was weird it's just but he's you know he's doing this thing everybody's doing their thing and then i think she like goes off somewhere and so now he's stuck in the middle of the dance floor just kind of looking around uh gauging the room and then uh as he's just like standing there there's some blood that drips down onto him and you know he's you know he's looking around he's wondering what's going on and he looks up and then it's like these sort of sprinklers that are used that like if there's ever a fire these sprinklers would go off i'm sure everybody's seen it and they're they're set off i think by the dj but instead of water pouring out it's blood so now blood is pouring out these vampires are going crazy everybody is just drenched in blood it's it's gross but it's cool because everybody's still doing their thing and they're just loving every bit of this and obviously the guy is freaking out because now he realizes that he's around a bunch of vampires because at this point they now these vampires know that he's human so now they're trying to bite him pretty much and so he's you know he makes his escape kind of but what's cool about that too is that it leads up to uh blade and so you just see his boots camera goes up you just see his whole body how he's just just geared up he's got jacket he's got the armor he's got all the weapons on him he's stacked he's ready and what i like about that too is they so like because you hear the vampires um say like oh it's him it's him it's him and i think one of them say like it's it's the namor or something like that so it's cool that it's like established that you know he's been out here you know killing vampires for like some time now so it's not like it's his first outing since the first time doing it you know they they know it's him 
he has some sort of reputation. And so this whole fight sequence goes off and it's it's just cool because then you you see the because they use a lot of kind of like kung fu and martial arts so you know blade is going off on everybody you know he's got his uh i want to say it's his katana i don't want to say i i mean it's a sword but i don't want it to say sword it's probably uh, a katana and everything that he's using like his um his spears his guns his katana they're all modified for him specifically and they all just have this really cool design to it and he's just killing everybody left and right uh, and then you know obviously because they're vampires and he's using silver they're all you know just kind of like melting to like nothing but bones pretty much so that so that whole opening is awesome i really i really liked it i thought it was really cool i just thought that's like that's the best way you want to start off a blade movie is by showing him off doing that so that was pretty cool uh there was also right after that when he's leaving and he's going to his like uh, i want to say hideout or layer or not layer but you know his like like his bat cave i'm doing um, air quotes but his like bat cave pretty much and he's driving this uh, 1968 dodge charger and it's like it's clean it's all black it's like fresh like it looks like it's just been like freshly just washed it looks really sick and i did also a little bit more research so i looked up a uh, uh behind the scenes of the movie and it's on youtube if you want to watch it's about an hour long so it you know won't take you too much but they you know go through a lot of you know pretty much everything about the movie from you know the origins of blade you know writing the story uh how they were able to you know get it made how they were to use these effects and the makeup and then even end the documentary or the making of we're talking about religion since it all has to do with vampires things like that but one of the things that they did talk about is that they showed the designs of the car and so what's was cool but also maybe chuckle a little bit is that the early design of the dodge charger looked like and if anybody has seen fast and furious you know uh, Vin Diesel's character Dom has, which I think is also a Dodge Charger, uh, and it has like that engine, like on the front that's like exposed. So the early design of Blade's car looked just like the Fast and Furious car that Dom drives, which I thought was interesting. And this is also way before uh, Fast and Furious began, and so I thought that was cool. And initially, too, what they wanted to do was to make it look more dirty and rugged and just like kind of like a rough sort of feel to the car but i guess as they were continuing on the process with it they decided to make it more clean cut for you know for blade and his character and how wesley snipes is so they wanted it to be more fitted to blade and wesley snipes so that's why in the movie you see it more you know clean than rugged in the early designs um but then also i guess to go off of from the behind the scenes initially to kind of give like a timeline of this movie so initially it looks like wesley snipes was trying to do a black panther movie and i think he was trying to get that up and going so around that time i think he was kind of attached to doing that so because of that uh they the crew 
or the filmmakers or everything were trying to figure out their leading actor to play uh, Blade. And initially, which I thought would have been weird, initially they wanted LL Cool J to play Blade. And I'm happy that they didn't because that would have been weird. I I don't think I would have taken this movie seriously if it was LL Cool J. Because he doesn't... Because you look at him and then you look at Wesley Snipes and it's just like... LL Cool J doesn't fit this movie. There's just no way that he would... It would work. It just wouldn't work. I just don't... I wouldn't... I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't take it seriously. I just... I just I think it would have been a bad casting choice if they went with him. But luckily, because Black Panther didn't work out for Wesley Snipes, it frees him up for Blade. And then obviously, as you know, they went with Wesley Snipes, which was the right decision. Because, yeah, it would have been terrible if they went with Hello Kuja. No offense to him, but I'm just saying, like, this is not, this is not right. Not right at all. Uh... Let's see. Well, there's also... So there's a brief also moment when they talk about like how to kill vampires. And what was cool about it is that they don't use the traditional sense of like... You know, you use crosses and uh, holy water, all that stuff. Yada, yada, yada. You know, they don't... They don't, they don't go into that. Alright, this is Blade. We're, we're doing it hardcore around here. We're not doing that... Stuff that you hear, you know, from other stuff. No, no, no. We're doing it differently. So what's cool about it is that, like I said earlier, everything that Blade is using is modified for him. Thanks to his, uh, I guess you could say, partner in crime. Who I didn't write down his name, so I forgot. Anyways. um, Everything that they use is uh, silver. So... You know, his his fears, their user are silver. I think even the katana is silver. There's even silver bullets in his gun. So everything that uses silver, which is pretty cool. Because uh, I, I think it just is more fitting. And it's probably, I mean, I don't know too much of the comic book history. So, you know, they probably took that from the comics. Or they might have switched it up for the movie. Sometimes they do that. I, like I said, I, I'm not too familiar so i don't know exactly how it is how close it is to the comics but i'm sure i'm sure it's close but i'm not you know don't don't quote me i I don't really know but i thought that was pretty cool there's a i think we can oh i could get into deacon frost a little bit so i know the actor steven steven dwarf and i i think that his character his character is pretty cool the name is also pretty cool, Deacon Frost. Like that's just a, that's a badass name. That's that's pretty cool, and um, I yeah I just I just really liked his portrayal. I think that uh, I think he did a pretty good job. He was a pretty good villain. I kind of wish to see. I mean, he had some moments, but he didn't really do much for like a save fighting so you didn't really see much of his skills he seemed more intimidating by his words and you know him planning to do stuff but he didn't seem to really like fight in a sense until the end which also from the behind the scenes you'll see that originally there was a different ending originally to the whole 
fight sequence between him and uh, Blade. But uh, because originally they were going to make him this sort of blob, I guess. And when I was watching the footage, it didn't look right. So they, so what you see in the movie is more fitting. But I think he was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. I, I wrote down, I question everything when Frost takes that guy out to the sunrise. But it's blue everywhere and then the sun just appears. Yeah, there was this moment where Frost yeah, took uh, this guy that he was, I guess, trying to get on board with his plan. But didn't, and then he says something like, uh, "Like the sunrise is coming." But then there, like, but then you just see there's nothing but blue around him. There's not like a, there's not even like a peak of sunrise or sun anywhere. And then like all of a sudden, the sun just appears out of nowhere. Uh, which I was like, oh, okay, I guess it works. But leading up to that, um, you see that guy's body because he's a vampire. I, was, I should have said that. But he's a vampire. And he pretty much explodes because he's getting burnt by the sun. So the effects of how they did that was pretty cool. I, I like that. Um, I was just like, it's just like sunrise. There's no sun anywhere. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, the effects. Uh, there's these like needles or serums that blade that woman... I forgot her name too, but that she helps make um, that pretty much mixes with their like DNA, the vampire DNA in a way, and it makes them explode. So when you see Blade use it for the first time, you see these two vampires pretty much just explode, which is which is pretty cool. But like I said, it's the effect it's like how they did it, how they made it look looks pretty nice. So that was a uh, so yeah, so that was that was pretty cool as well. Uh, Oh yeah, I put Frost sleeping with Blaze Mom is sickening. Yeah, I already talked about that. Uh, oh yeah, so there's this bed that Frost has that it's like it's weird because it has a so there's the bed and then there's like an opening to it that comes I guess goes up and down on like some sort of lever. And I the first thing I thought of is just like. You know, like, if that thing closes, but you can't get that open, that's just nightmare fuel. Like, I would be losing my mind if I was trapped in a bed like that. I, I couldn't do it. But, I mean, it, but it, it, it looks cool. But I just, like, no. You're not, you're not going to do me like that. That's not going to happen. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. For blade sucking that woman's blood got hot and heavy fast. Uh, I was like, oh boy. Uh, pretty much getting to the end of my notes. Uh, I'll say, well, there's a couple of lines that uh, that they gave Wesley Snipes or Blade, which was pretty cool. And I like that they weren't cheesy. Like, because, you know, there's some lines that are just like really cheesy. And I'm like, oh, why would they write this? Because like... One that I can think of, not from this movie, but from, I think it's Batman and Robin. Um, I think that's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he plays Mr. Freeze. And it's just like, it's just so bad, it's so cheesy. Because he's like, 
uh, what is he? Oh, yeah, he was like, oh, we'll kill the dinosaurs. The Ice Age. Ah! That whole thing, I just, uh, I was like, come on. It just made my eyes roll. But luckily, they didn't do that in, in this. So a few of the lines I wrote, uh, let's see, one is like, so this one is when he's talking about how to kill vampires. And he's like, you aim for the head or the heart. Anything else is your ass. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, then there was another one. I mean, they're all blades lines. But they say, like, we have a good arrangement. He makes the weapons, I use them. I thought that was, like, cool. Uh, then there's... Oh, yeah, the world you're living in is a sugar co- is uh, just a sugar-coated topping. There's another world beneath it, the real world. I thought that was sick. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a fire line. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it with my notes. Can't see anything else. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, covered that, covered that. Yeah, I think we'll just get to my final thoughts. So, yeah, like I said, I think Wesley Snipes was the right guy to play this role. I think, you know, he did it perfectly. I really don't think of any. I can't really think of anybody else that could have done this role better than Wesley. I I think he just really embodied that character. Uh, but it, but I am excited though for the new one with uh, Mashallah Ali. I'm sure I botched his name wrong, but I'm very excited for that. I think he was the right choice for the new version for the MCU version of Blade. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, uh, the story, yeah, the story was, uh, what I did like about this is that, um, they didn't really get into the origins of, like, like, this wasn't, like, his origin story, that they already set up that he has become this character, so you don't watch him grow up to become Blade, like, when you meet him, he is already that. So I did like that they didn't really spend time on making it an origin story. It felt more of just like an introduction to this world, to this character, everything else like that. So I thought that was pretty nice. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so this was a... Oh, I guess that's the one thing. Uh, so in the... Behind the scenes, Wesley did mention that he wanted it to be like an 80s Hong Kong movie, which is why there's a lot of martial arts and kung fu um, fight sequences in the movie. So I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's pretty nice. But, uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. So, so initially I looked back on my letterbox review. So initially my first viewing, I gave this three and a half stars and I'm, I'm going to bump it up. I'm going to give this four stars. I, I enjoyed it more. I think I was in the right mindset to to really pay attention and like it. Um, I was able to notice some things I didn't the first time, but you know it's just a really cool story. Really liked it. I uh, I haven't seen two or three, but I think but this movie does uh, kick things off in the right direction. So I'm uh, excited to uh, you know to see what happens. But yeah, it's it. It's four stars. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty solid movie. But uh, yeah, so that is that's Blade. That is it. That's the uh, that's the first episode right there. Uh, clocking in about thirty something minutes. I mean, it's that's fine. It's just me. I mean, 
I could sit here for an hour, but like, it's just me. I couldn't talk to myself like this for like an hour. I'm keeping all this in the podcast. You're gonna hear me say that. But um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about it. So, so now this is the portion of the podcast where I'll be going over or covering any letters that you know anybody sends in, and you can send a letter in at uh, who's your superhero pod at gmail.com and we have one letter sent in from Marcy and it reads hi Dime congratulations on your show I'm really looking forward to listening I just wanted to mention some of the best superheroes for most people our grandparents mine had a huge impact on my life and helped make me the person I am today I hope you view your grandparents and superheroes too because I feel like we learned so much from them and I'm very lucky to have them Shout out to all the amazing grandparents out there. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. Yes. And like she said, shout out to all the grandparents out there because they are superheroes. There's so much that we can learn from them. And I've heard so many stories of people really looking up to their to their grandparents because there's just, there's just so much that they can teach us. And so I agree with everything that Marcy said. And Marcy is a dear friend of mine. She's also... Uh, one of the hosts of an amazing podcast called The Movie Mixtape, and that's hosted with her, Dirk, and Mikey, uh, also good friends of mine. And they, they're they covering a lot of awesome movies over there. Their format is incredible. And they, you know, because they do this incorporation with songs, with the movies. You just got to listen to it. Also, Mikey is the artist for the podcast, and he does some incredible artwork for it. So definitely tune in. You're going to really like what they have to say and cover. Really, really good stuff over there. So, yes, thank you again, Marcy, for your letter. It was uh, it was really touching, very sweet. I really appreciate it. And I think that's about the only letter we have for this week. But, like I said, if you want to send one in, you can. And uh, this episode, or these episodes, I should say, will happen about every Friday Maybe every other Friday, depending on how things are looking with my schedule. But we're looking at Fridays for sure. But we'll see how often I can make it happen. And to pretty much close out the show now, uh, I will announce next week's episode. And so next week's episode is a good one. It's it's a first time watch for me. I But I have heard about it. There's been a lot of talks about it. They're even doing a remake of it. And this character has been featured in a lot of comics, even video games, and it's very well known. And I'm sure anybody that's listening has definitely seen this movie already and definitely knows so much about this character. But I figured once I discovered, I thought, okay, yeah, I think I should do this one instead of what my next one was going to be. So next week's episode is going to be Spawn. That's that's right, Spawn. I uh. Like I said, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it, and it's gonna. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it, cause it has uh, an actor in there that I I like a lot, that I think he's in, he's he's awesome. So I'm just I'm I'm very stoked to uh, to watch it, to talk about it, and for you guys to hear it. But that's it for this week's episode. Um, thank you again, Marcy, for the letter. Thank you for everybody that was listening. And you should 
the the spawn episode will be out by next friday hopefully like i said with my schedule working out but stay tuned for that it's going to be a good one and yeah i'll see everybody around